Hey, and welcome to the first full episode of Shanthology, the only podcast dedicated to the amazing, the magnificent, the phenomenal, the outstanding, the superb, the remarkable, the Shannon Lyons. I am still your host, John, and I want to thank you for joining us. So today we've got what I think is a terrific show. It's the first full episode uh, with the first guest appearance and our first interview edited to maximize our flattery of Shannon. It really is a great show, but not too great. I don't want to set an early benchmark that I'll never reach again, like scoring two runs at my first Pony League baseball game when I was eight and never quite, well, scoring again. So I'll save the home runs for later. I'm just going for a nice, respectable base hit. I'm just trying to make it to the bottom of the ninth without an error, you know? And if I strike out, so what? Sometimes life throws curveballs, and I'm a better base coach anyway. Okay, fine, maybe I don't always know when to steal second, but I'm pretty good at calling fair and foul balls. Anyway, I'm not here trying to bat a thousand, just want to stay above that Mendoza line. Shannon knows what I'm talking about. Okay, that's enough baseball metaphor for now. Let's just move right into the interview segment with our guest host, who happens to be one of Shannon's oldest friends. Trust me, she's a real grand slam. So I want to start by asking you to introduce yourself. Who are you? Hi, I'm Elizabeth Anderson, Shannon's friend. <laughs> well, welcome. Thank you for joining me. Um, we went on an interview, like a job interview. Uh, it is. It's, it's, it is a it's, job it's, interview. Are you still allowed to be Shannon's friend after <laughs> this? <laughs> uh, I don't know how much you could say that would. would I know. Stop there's not that, really. But. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, like, deep, dark, dark secrets. Uh, we're going to get into that. Oh, gosh. To be sure. Uh, we'll start, though, and I'll ask um, how and, how you and Shannon know each other. How, how, how about, how did you and Shannon first meet? So, we first met in, I think it was fifth grade. I think we met in fifth grade. I think that's when Shannon started going to McClay. And we were in, like, separate homerooms but for some reason we became friends i don't know how we met if it was like recess or in the library but just like fifth grade on we were like super best friends and it was weird because she was friends with the cool kids and i was not (laughs) and we yeah we built our friendship over uh, a ring I still wear that I would give it to her at lunch and then we would have her quote unquote come give me my ring back so she had an excuse to come to my homeroom so we could see each other and we did it like every day so I don't know how the teacher wasn't like either you're very forgetful or you need to like not wear that ring anymore so yeah that's how it all started well that's a really good story yeah, yeah a true. ring I still wear this one. Look at that. Yeah. Huh, it's got a little cross on it. A little cross. Yep. Yeah, Silver and, cross. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. really that's really nice. Yep. What a great story. Our friendship blossomed. <laughs> and that was uh, at McClay? At McClay in fifth grade. Yep. Wow. Yep. So long time. So how about since you've been friends for so long? Yeah. Uh, you have to, you know, over that time you have to have had some sort of 
um, movie or song or all of the above? Yeah. You guys have- um, well, it's not like, I don't know if it's particular movies, but off the top of my head, I am remembering we watched a lot of Sex and the City and we watched, she turned me on to like the med drama, like house and all of that stuff. Like I was not, I was not as, um, good of a binge TV watcher as Shannon is like, she's an Olympic binge TV watcher of the same show that she's been watching <laughs> since she was 10. Like, that's the amazing thing. <laughs> She'll just re, she, she rewatches them knowing like Everything that's going to happen, even if it's a show that's been on for like eight years, it's like, nope, time to start it over again. That show came out in the 90s, but we're going to watch it again. So like House and I don't know. I don't think there are any particular like, except she'll she'll listen to this and be like, there's that one thing that we like, why aren't you remembering this? But yeah, lots of Sex and the City and just like in the I don't know if it's Blair's bedroom downstairs by the kitchen but like that was the movie watching zone oh and watching like Hitchcock stuff because of her dad that was like a a kindred thing that I liked that they really liked Hitchcock movies yeah oh and music wise not particular bands but like I would tell Shannon all these bands that she needed to listen to and she's like, I have a life. I don't have time to be like perusing Spotify. But like Shannon coming to Jazz Fest with my family, the only like family friend that has ever partaken in the Jazz Fest experience with us. So that was fun. That was definitely a really great trip. She still talks about that all the time. It was the best. Yeah. It was so much fun. And she's the only one that didn't get sunburned because she was diligent about the sunscreen protection. <laughs> so what's your favorite memory with Shannon that you can think about? Or that you can oh, remember? Or um, that comes to mind. My favorite... My favorite family memory is this particular moment where um, Shannon... We were in the car and... It was like, I had known Shannon for like, I mean, we were in middle school, so we had obviously known each other for a while. And we're in the car, and she's in the back seat with me, and my brother and my mom are in the front seat. And they're saying something, my brother says something, something Shannon. And Shannon from the back seat is like, I'm Shannon. Like, yes. Jordan's like, yes, I I know you. I've known you for like three years. (laughs) And it was just the funniest like, my family still to this day, like, whenever I bring up Shannon, it's either my dad will say, oh, my daughter, how is she doing? Like, as a, because she was officially adopted into the family after Jazz Fest, even though she was basically a sibling before that. But that, that cemented and, it. Yeah, it cemented yeah. it. That and the, I'm Shannon, is the best. But my favorite thing that's coming to mind right now is the Charleston trip that I went and visited her. I think it was sophomore year of college. And I drove up to Charleston and stayed with her. And it was the first, like, trip I can remember where I was just with friends, like, or a friend, like, on a big trip like that. And we just had the best time. But we went, the day I was supposed to leave, I remember that 
there was a naked juice truck blocking the driveway, so I couldn't get out. Naturally. So we just basically spent the whole day, like, doing whatever, waiting for the naked juice truck guy to find his keys, because he didn't want to call his boss, because he didn't want to get in trouble for losing said keys. And we were like, at least we'll get naked juice out of this, and we got no naked juice. And I didn't leave Charleston until, like, 8 o'clock at night. And drove all the way back to Tallahassee. But I think about that trip like so fondly. Because it was so much fun. And like seeing Shannon in her world. Because we had had the same world for like our whole lives. And then being able to see that she. Because she like went off to mm-hmm. called Charleston. And it was the first time that we were not like together in the same town. And it was cool to see like the life she built there. Like I really like. Because I got to meet all these friends that like. I didn't know. I didn't know them, but yeah. she had made these friends and like built this life there, and it was cool to see that. What a nice sentiment. That's yeah. that, that really is nice because you know you when when you know your friends leave and they go and just just that build a different life. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's you don't always fit into that in, in yeah. a certain you know in, in a in a good way, and it's really great to hear that. You, I mean, and that like it's kind of hard when you're the person who if your friend's visiting and you're the only one that knows them, that you have to then be like the facilitator of that visiting person to make sure they have a good time, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like that's, a, I feel like a burden to take on is kind of that you're having to make sure everyone likes each other and all that stuff. But like Shannon was no different than she ever was since we were in fifth grade. Shannon's, that's the thing I like about Shannon. Is she's the same person across the board. Like, she has the same intentions, the same, like, care for people, the same, like, goals and objectives. Like, her goal was to, like, hang out with me, not to, like, go, like, do whatever. Like, be the cool kid or what. I don't know. Like, it was, it was really fun. That is a very astute yeah. summation of Shannon, I think. Yeah. She, yeah. She never has a... um her intentions are always always right, positive are, and, and are always out there yeah like you know they're, they're, she's never she there's never you know an ulterior motive no. in her mind or anything like that or 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 in like yeah in so many ways it's like it, it, she is who she is through and through there's no like facade there's That's never it. been a facade That's it. yeah That's- like yeah, I you know people yeah. can put on a face, and I I mean I do it from time to time, and you know yeah, but and she with like it. different people you're around, sometimes you you adjust yourself around like certain crowds, or like you you heighten this yeah. part of yourself, or you reel back this part of yourself. Like I, she is as nice and jovial to like random stranger on the street as she is to like dean of the med school that mm-hmm. she has to go like be like hey give me a career like yeah i think she's doing that about this time yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) she's very very genuine yeah you know i appreciate that yeah that um quality so shannon if you're listening to this yeah but don't get don't get a big head shannon like yeah don't don't let your ego like too much (laughs) we're probably laughing right now so let's just kind of let's pull that back Step back. Step back a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, we love you and we're... We love you so very much, but like... We're doing a podcast for you and everything. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, (laughs) just just take that ego, check that ego at the door, please. Um, So, you guys, I know, have been friends for what? 
Okay, so I I usually do the math every now and again. So how old are you in fifth grade? Uh, oh, I'm, like, I'm not good at those questions. Okay, know, in like, kindergarten, you're in, you're five, right? Okay. Like, theoretically, in kindergarten, you're five. So you're ten okay. in fifth the grade? Eighth, ninth grade, you're 13 then? Yeah. Okay, then we're about right. Fifth grade, you're You're, you're like nine, ten. Nine, Shane ten. and I were nine, probably, because we're both younger okay. in our grade. Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, oh, that's yeah, we're younger in our grade. Um, and... So we, oh, I think I thought about this the other day. Yeah, we've been friends for 16 years, probably over 16 years. Wow. But we thought about it. We were like, we've been friends longer in our life. Like, like, I said this wrong on Facebook because I once posted this. Like, half of our life, we've been friends for more than that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, if you we've been we, yeah. friends for longer than we haven't been friends. That's incredible. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's, yeah. that is really, really. So yeah, like. We could have, we could have a sixteen-year-old child now. So a long time. That's that, and and that I think the best part is, you guys are still really good friends. Like we've had one fight ever in our in our friendship, and it was a fight that lasted all of forty-three seconds. Do you care to talk about? Yeah, that? yeah. Shannon knows what I'm talking about. It was in, uh, senior year of high school, and I was going to go to FSU, and Shannon did not like that. And so she got really mad at me. And I know why, in retrospect, I think it was that she didn't like the idea that we were not going to be together. Like, that we were not going to be... Because I decided not to go to College of Charleston. I decided to go to FSU instead. And I think it was, like, she got mad that, like... What is it? Like, subconsciously that we weren't going to be together. So she, like, snapped at me. And then, like, we were in... She was in one classroom. I was in the classroom next to it. She literally, like, 13 seconds later was like, I'm so sorry, I love you so much. And that's not to say that, like, I haven't done shitty things to her and, like, she's just let it go. Like, the the one fight was not because it was Shannon doing anything wrong. It was just, we just don't argue. Like, we both, I think the thing is we both know, like, the qualities in each other and what, what, things are sensitive and what isn't and at the end of the day we don't like to point out shortcomings we don't want to like we know that we're both coming from a good place and like the intentions are always positive so it's like there's nothing to argue about because we're not having anything to be like well you did this wrong on purpose and you guys became the way that you are together. Yeah, kind of, exactly. Right? So, um, exactly. you know, one of the things that really, really is impressive is you both know each other's buttons yeah. and don't press them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it really is knowing each other's buttons and all the, and all that stuff. And like knowing that at the end of the day, we are basically like sisters. We will, we, I'm, in my hope, we will never not be friends. And it's like, we just, we got to have each other's backs because, like, you're only going to have so many people in your life that, like, 100% have your back. And she's one of those people for sure. Well, they make them wise in McClay, I guess. I, I mean, yeah, dying. We feel real smart. That is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, can you... Uh, can you finish this sentence? And this is something that I've, I'm asking everybody. Oh, God, I'm finish, scared. It's the finish the sentence one. Um, Shannon is the blank to my blank. So I originally, I sneaked this because I overheard that this might be the question. 
originally, and I'm still going to go with this answer. Like one of my answers is going to be, she's the, she's the dressing to my salad. Because I think Shannon and I both agree, sauces make the meal. Sauces are very important to making your dish sing. AKA miso dressing from uh, Izzy. It's the best stuff. Um, so dressing to my salad being also that like, I don't like to admit this. I'm super boring. Salads by themselves are boring. Salads need dressings like Shannon to spice things up. I don't, I don't. The other thing I was thinking about is because today another Shannon thing is the, that she will indulge my Bravo, um, ridiculousness even though I think currently she's not able to keep up because she doesn't have cable, right? There's been some Vanderpump okay. as far as I know. There has been Vanderpump. Okay, good, because this will make sense then. Well, not to you, but it'll make sense. <laughs> the other thing is I was listening to Stassi's podcast today, and she was talking with Katie Maloney, and they were talking about how like different friends are different like tropes of people. Like that on Vanderpump... Like Kristen Doty is the mother because she like will fix everything and like take every, take control of a situation if something's going wrong if you're tra- they're traveling or whatever, and that Katie is the like truth teller, Shannon is the Katie Maloney to my Stassi, even though Shannon is blonder than I am, Shannon is the truth teller. Shannon is the like, I'm gonna tell you the hard facts and you're not gonna like me very much, but you're better for it. She is the, like, hard truth teller. But never to be mean. It's always that in the end, she wants the best to happen. I agree. But, yeah. But I like like my first answer better. You're you're my um, salad dressing. I think that's a great answer. I think so. You you know what? I'm going with it. You you and Shannon are, are really good together and... Also, like you're you're also like a yin to a yang, yeah. right? So like, or yang yin to it is yeah. yin yin to a yin, yang. Yeah. yin yeah. to to a yang. Um, yin yang twins shows my. Well, that's how I know about this, right? You're like the one twin, and she's like the other. We're twin, the right? instead of yin yang, we're yin yin yang. yin yang, right? I think so. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, we'll have to cut this part. She out. is listening to this, being like, "You morons." Yeah, yeah. well, that's why I'm. I, I mean, I do with podcasts too. Version, yeah. Maybe. Um. So, uh, well, now I've lost track because of all our all of, all of our yin yang. Um. <laughs> so you know what? This is uh, this has been going on a while. Like this has been. No. This has been really really a lot of fun. Thank you, Liz. Yeah. And, um. Uh. So only for you, Shannon. Only for you, Shannon. Only for you. Um, and that your boyfriend is really nice. So. Uh, that'll be edited out. <laughs> uh, so, can we kind of close out? Yeah. And um, send a message to Shannon. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to say that's not scripted? Because we've been reading scripts if you can't tell. Um, I just want, I guess, oh, this is going to get so sappy and I may cry. Um, I just want to say that. I love you, Shannon, and you are such a good friend, and I'm so, I think it's special to find any friends in your life, but to find a person that you trust and who has your back and who loves you and loves people you love just because you love them is important, and 
I love you so much and I'm so thankful that you're doing what you want to do in your life and you have someone who loves you as much as I do as your partner and you're going to do such amazing things and I'm going to get to make fun of you while you do them and it's going to be awesome and I'm just so proud of you and you're the best best friend ever. I didn't cry. That was successful. Yeah, <laughs> I kept still, it together. We're still recording. You know, they're still. No. Yeah, that's it. That's it. No more nice things. Well, thank you, really. Thank you so much, Lister. Let me for, be a part of it. Yeah, no, you. Like I said, you were the top of the list. So yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. And not, not to any other, anyone else listening. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna take my foot out of my mouth. Thank no. you. No. Yes. Thank you. Love you, Shan. Well, I hope you enjoyed the interview. I want to again thank Liz for joining me. So if you're out there, Liz, thanks. Uh, Now we have to take a quick break for a message from our sponsor before we come back for more. So stay put, please. Hey folks, I just want to take a minute to tell you about my new favorite way to send mail, and that's carrierpigeons.biz. If you're anything like me, you don't want to go through the hassle of printing U.S. postage and shipping labels right from your home. That's just too inconvenient. Instead, our friends over at carrierpigeons.biz have rediscovered an ancient technology using, get this, birds, to fly your mail directly to the recipient. It's as easy as that. The other guys tell you they can save you money on postage, but with carrierpigeons.biz, You don't even need postage, and they even guarantee that your message might reach its recipient within five to nine weeks. So don't bother logging onto the internet, printing out postage, and then waiting for your mailman to come pick it up from you. Just clap your hands a few times, and a trained carrier pigeon from carrierpigeons.biz will use their sonar or bird magic or whatever to find you and send your message for you. And look, in this day and age, we all know that Google is reading everyone's mail. But you can trust that each carrier pigeon at carrierpigeons.biz has undergone a thorough background check, and we promise that they won't read your mail. So what are you waiting for? All you need to do to get started is to go outside, catch a pigeon, and start clapping at it or something. I don't know. You'll figure it out. Carrierpigeons.biz. They're probably just a few claps away. Have you ever had an experience that you just can't find the right word for? Or maybe the right word doesn't even exist in English? Liz and I had some trouble with this during our earlier interview, so she took some time to find and define some terms for experiences that you might find familiar. Fair warning, none of these words are pronounced correctly. Our first vocab word is shimamegjamo. It's described as, you know when you're really full, but your meal is just so delicious you can't stop eating it? The Georgians feel your pain. This word means, I accidentally ate the whole thing. Like when Shannon decides not to order a side of fries for herself, but Elizabeth does. So Shannon eats all of Elizabeth's fries. She accidentally ate them, quote unquote. Our second word is from the Scots. It's tartle. The nearly onomatopoetic word for that panicky hesitation just before you have to introduce someone whose name you can't quite remember. This is where you come in handy, Shannon, because I never forget your name, so I say, this is my friend Shannon, and then that person introduces themselves. That's, it's, it's a social politics at its finest. 
Um, our next word is an Inuit word, which definitely is not pronounced correctly. Iksuarpok. You know that feeling of anticipation when you're waiting for someone to show up at your house and you keep going outside to see if they're there yet? This is the word for it. Like when I went through my very long phase of being late to basically everything. So you had this feeling a lot of the anticipation of me showing up, if I ended up showing up at all. The next word is from a Czech word called Vybafnut, uh, a word tailor made for annoying older brothers. It means to jump out and say boo which is boring, but since Jordan is basically your older brother, this works and we should have collected our forces a little bit better to make him annoyed. The last word is from the, is an Arabic word, yarburni. This word is the hopeful declaration that you will die before someone you love deeply because you cannot stand to live without them. Literally, may you bury me. This is something I think of when I think of you, Shannon, because I couldn't stand to be without you. I love you. Bye. And with that, we've come to the end of this installment of Shanthology. Listener mail and funny stories about Shan are always welcome at shanthology at gmail.com. Be sure to keep an eye out for the next episode when we'll have a new guest and more Shan-centric content. Until next time, thanks for listening to Shanthology. This has been an Aerial Bobcat production.